Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How are you? Uh, doing well. I was I was uh, off on vacation for a couple weeks, so I missed your uh, New Year's Eve uh, manifesting party. I don't know. Uh, was Wiggy invited to that, or was it just uh, <laughs> just close close friends? I didn't get the invite. <laughs> man, I've always expected one thing about you guys, man. Mm-hmm. You guys gonna have the tea now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And I apologize. I didn't. I didn't share the tea with you guys when, mm-hmm. in regards to the manifest manifesting party. But it is what it is. What exactly does the manifesting party entail? Um. Well, you sage, you you know gemstones, Bible verses. It's um. Uh, it's, it's it's just a vibe, really. You know, yeah. like you you kind of get around a circle. Everybody kind of sets their intentions. You know, the floor is really open for anybody to say not, uh, say something in regards to obviously walking into the new year, letting go all things that are are, are holding on your spirit, tugging on your spirit, and that's your opportunity to start afresh and. Um, you know, you don't just need to do it one time a year. It's more like something that you do anytime, you know, to really reset your whole mentality. And uh, it was rather successful, if you ask me. Cam, Greg thinks the law of attraction is when he stands outside the kitchen at an event and the hors d'oeuvres come to him automatically. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. Um, so you you called this a business trip. And, and as you sit here this morning with the with the business trip over... What do you think about the results? Oh, well, you know, um, I'm always the one to find some type of positive in, in, in the process. And my one positive from it all that was, I felt was everything for me was I finished the season healthy. And I know all reports going into this year was, is he healthy? Is he this? Is he that? And my body feels, you know, like I wanted it to feel, as I hoped it to feel, uh, from shoulder, um, from my foot, and even a stent from the oblique. Um, you know, just just that that's a success in my book, you know, mm-hmm. however. So I understand, you know, we know we set our intentions on, trying to make a deep run in the playoffs, but it didn't happen this year. But I think my personal, you know, kind of request was for me to just just finish healthy. And I didn't want to be harboring over an injury as I have been in the the last couple of years. So when it came to throwing the ball this season, the shoulder was not an issue whatsoever for you? No, not at all. Not at all. Um. You know, a lot of attention to what you said uh, with regard to guys being in the locker room that you still plan on having connections with. Um, it, you know, is that an indication that you don't think you'll be back here next season? <laughs> no, man. It, it, it doesn't matter what I say. I'm in a I'm in a situation where well if you really listen to what he's saying like I don't I'm in a lose lose bro. <laughs> However you want me to 
to to come off, then that's what it's gonna that's what it's gonna sound like. Yeah. Well, is he saying that he's done playing? Does he say he doesn't want to be here? All I'm saying it's a lot of factors that has to go in that hasn't happened yet, and just because we just played 12 hours ago, you know, or however long, because it happened, you know, I, I it just wasn't something, or it's something that I've even had the opportunity to, you know. To take the to take the proper steps to even find even more information out yet. So I think for me right now we still have our exit physicals and things like that, and I'm pretty sure we will talk or whatever. But my main focus now is trying to find something and just just love on my kids for the next however long, you know. And we'll talk about the other stuff later. If you were Bill, the head coach, would you sign you for another season? You're talking to me. Why wouldn't I? I just like if I'm if if I'm you know the producer of this show, do I sound great? <laughs> so yeah. All right. Well, then the next, what would you pay if you were Bill, the head coach? What would you pay you, Cam Newton, the player? Uh, probably twenty five, well, thirty million. You right? talking to me, man? So it's not, no. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not eight years old. Or you ask your little brother this question <laughs> when he was being bad. What would you think? You know, because your teacher called me. How am I supposed to feel as your parent? If you were the parent. So, like, so, once, so a, once a father, always right. a father. That's the way I operate, like a dad. So, <laughs> so Cam, we, we obviously talked to you, I believe it might have been two weeks ago, and, and you talked about you still want to play, and that's your, your biggest goal uh, moving forward. What are some of the things that you've learned from this year, you know, good, bad, and different? Like, you can say, all right, I need to take this and, you know, work on it for next season. Oh, the competitive stamina. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. And I walked into a situation where, okay, at best, I was probably, let's just give a rough number of, I'll say 12 hours. So that's like nine to five, right? Or what's 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 a typical nine to five? Eight, eight hours? Yeah, eight-hour shifts, right? Nine to five. Right. So if you went nine to nine, a 12-hour shift? Okay, here, <laughs> no, that does not even exist. <laughs> and so I would walk in the door at days at five fifteen, and I would not leave until like ten p.m. on the regular. And every ounce of second minutes, time of hours, or however you want to put it, was accounted for, and the mental focus that you need in that building is heightened by the fact of one thing and one thing only. And understanding that mm-hmm. over the time that I was here is something that I would never kind of shy away from for the rest of my life. It was the expectations of not doing something to get it right. It was more or less doing something until you cannot get it wrong anymore. Hmm. Why, you know, just the preparation, just, okay, do it again. Okay, what are you going to do versus this? Okay, versus this type of look, X, Y, Z. And and sometimes it was brain overload. But at the same time, you got to train your body to that that extent. And, not a, and, that, and, 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 and for me, 
it wasn't more or less training the body. It was training the mind. And, you know, those are things that I will always value about my stint here. Speaking of those those hours, I don't understand how you get up at 4.30, but you don't have your first cup of coffee till 10.30 or whatever it was. Don't you need the coffee, like, right because, up the bat in the morning? No. Anybody who knows me know I'm not a morning person. Hmm. But, so, you had, but you had to be here, right? I don't, I don't <laughs> like talking. If it doesn't require me shaking my head yes or no, <laughs> you're not going to get much out of me until about 9.30, 10 o'clock. <laughs> now... I'm not around people, and that's why I'm up so early, because a lot of people aren't up. I'm a functional morning person that just doesn't communicate in the morning. How much? My, 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 my steez comes around about 10 o'clock. So. That's how I was in college. No classes until after 10. <laughs> and not on Fridays. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, no classes was how Wiggy was in college. Yeah, was no cool. classes. Wiggy somebody had else, a surrogate. Somebody else took them for him. Um, surrogate. <laughs> um, Cam, how, how much, if any... Did replacing Tom Brady weigh on you this season? None. 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 Never gave it up. was. It was this. It was the system. You know, then and, and people undermine that is is, and and no disrespect to him. Obviously, I, I have the utmost respect for him, as we all do. You know, as as quarterbacks. Um, but I wasn't. I wasn't just following him. I was. I was following a system that he had the luxury of being in for 20 years. Just imagine that. That's just like, you know, as a student, you're just given, you're given six months to take a final exam, honestly, that took to prepare. It took 20 years to prepare, but you only have, you know, in essence, five weeks to, to, prepare for it and going through a process of four to five months to weekly prepare for it. So yeah, it was hard at times. It had nothing to do with him. It had nothing, but it had a lot more to do with, you know, uh, a system in Josh McDaniels, who's, who's brilliant by the way of, you know, going off of the years of 1999 and 2001, 2003, and it was nothing for him to say, well, we had this play back in 2006. And I'm like, 2006? God, I was in, I was in the, the 10th or 11th grade. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to picture, like, when they're giving me these, these pinpoint dates, I'm like, what? Uh, 2003? Golly, you know, what was I doing? And, and and they're reeling off, you know, the Wells Walkers, the Randy Mosses, this quarterback, that quarterback, this running back, that running back, this defender, that defender. And it's, it was it was mind-blowing. But, it had, you know, to, to wrap it up, it was more – it was nothing to do with a person more or, so, uh, more or less than the whole schematics over uh, the long term of that the coaches have been here. Um, I know you're not an excuse guy, but if this were not the COVID season, do you think the result would have been different? Do you think the the offense would have gotten into more of a rhythm? Do you think you you would have performed better? Uh, only thing I just regret from the COVID system, uh, the COVID year, was we just didn't have any fans. Like I played 15 games this year, and I only played in front of fans twice. And that wasn't even – like, for your whole livelihood, and especially a, a person that's 
you know, emotional as I am, especially playing, you feed off the energy, you feed off of the crowd, you, you understand the momentum. I think momentum for the whole game of football this year was as minimized as it has ever been because you will make a play and if, 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 if your, your sideline wasn't happy for you enough, it, it just felt like a punch. It just felt like certain things. It was a an, an awkwardness about, you know, the stadiums with no fans that it, it, it's unexplainable. When you talk about systems and you know that free agency is upon you as a player, whether it's coming back here or whether it's going some someplace else, how quick are, are you hoping to sign this year so you can kind of ingratiate yourself with whatever system it is that you are preparing for to hopefully – you know, start, compete for a starting job next season? Yeah, well, that definitely is going to go into uh, the consideration. I'm not going to wait in the latter part of another season when I have the opportunity to do something or sign with someone. Um, and, you know, that's, I think I put myself at the disadvantage of that. Um, but, yeah, you just live and learn. Oh, so that's interesting. So you wish that you had that you had signed, whether it was here or elsewhere, earlier. Yes. So when you when, when you when yeah. you think when you think about that, and you, you you talk about the quarterback position, because a lot of people don't understand. They think you know you know with the quarterback position, it's the hottest position on the field. You know, tight end, a ten yard out route is a ten yard out route. Whether you're in Carolina or you're in New England. But what a lot of people don't understand is how much time and effort has to go into learning the little things about that system. So in in New England's case, you talk about this system being in place for 20-plus years and then trying to come in um, on such short notice and, and learn a lot of this stuff is definitely something that puts you behind the eight ball this season. And, and what are some of the things that you learned about that that made it you know difficult or it, it made it you know a little bit easier to kind of build off of? Uh, the inability to communicate is a slept-on art that is needed. So communication. And we've had, I'm looking at the skill positions, Demir, uh, Nikhil was out for a long stint of time. Jacoby was really the veteran in that receiver group, and he's just had two years of experience. Um. Um, Dalton Keen, uh, Saibo, uh, is Dal. Yeah, that's that's half of them weren't even in a in a position of that they were in this year, last year. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 I wasn't even here last year. And when you lose a guy like Jules in the midpoint of the year, and 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 I, I think his whole leadership was 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 taking, I want to say not not for granted, but you realize how his preparation is. You see how his walkthrough methods are. You see how he watches watches film. You see, you know the the things that he does around the building. That when you negate that after the week that he that he was deactivated, 
now you're looking on guys that wasn't even here last year and, and a quarterback that's learning this system just like they are, and they don't necessarily have nobody to kind of, hey, you know, X, Y, Z. And it's not enough times in the day where you only can practice for a certain amount of time, you know. So when you really look at the whole grand scheme of, of, of you know, where we were at times, it was like, oh, we got to figure this out and we got to figure this out fast because, you know, it's, it's you no know, nobody's necessarily caring who's on the roster more or less than we have to figure it out with this roster. And was it realistic? Uh, yeah, it was. You know, we had enough talent in that in that in that in that locker room, you know, to win more games than we won. Let's just put it like that. Um, and I just keep it there. Cam, what surprised you about or surprised you most, I guess, about playing for Bill? How cool he was. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, I really thought like it was like, oh my goodness, he's going to be that sour principal that you never want to see in the hallways. <laughs> <laughs> but man, he's so cool, man. He, he's, he's a guy who, you know. I mean, for what it's worth, he's like that guy that you want to, you know, you just want to have a drink with, you know, just sit down and like, hey, man, let's, can I kick it? You know what I'm saying? Like, let's let's chat. I bet he'll be so dope at a bar. Like, I mean, he got stories <laughs> out the wazoo. And, and I and I and I've never seen him on that on those on those, on those uh, instances. Just FYI, but you know. Every time we talk, every time you know we just have an encounter, it's, it's such a pre- it's, it's much appreciated because you know how much football is just floating in his head, and this is like wow. And but yet he has a great way to motivate guys to understand that this game is not necessarily about the the hype or how the media may heighten this whole situation, rather than about us and our fundamentals. And he does a great job with with reminding us that constantly. And then I, I guess follow up. I would I would ask you what surprised you most about Boston. I don't know. I haven't really witnessed it. I've been. <laughs> I wish somebody had a GPS tracker of the places that I've been in my was it seven six months seven months that I've been here. I literally get a well. When I first got here, I I would love to go to the mall. And I'm not a I'm not an online shopper. Yeah, we know how I, that works. I literally, <laughs> yeah. I I just like going to the mall and just really looking at clothes, whether I get them or not. That's just therapeutic for me. It's no limits. But more or less, when yeah, yeah, when that got negated, then it was just strictly wake up, go to work. Okay, go back home. Okay, wake up, go to work. Okay, go back home. Okay, oh, we're traveling this week. Oh, let's get ready to go there. You're not able to kind of scan the scene like you want to on in different, you know, cities. So you just have to stay in a hotel. Um, yeah, and it's just been – I haven't really got the full Boston experience. Well, are you going to stick around for a while? I mean, you're not leaving right away, right? Immediately. <laughs> I haven't seen my kids in three months. I'm the dad who takes their kids to daycare. I'm the dad that is the screamer in the bleachers. I'm the dad mm-hmm. that looks forward to giving my kids baths at night, reading them bedtime stories, making the whack 
peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and forcing them to eat it because daddy can't cook and waiting on Postmates to pull up. I'm the dad to really take serious a football session, and I'm tackling them as hard as I can, but also kissing their little boo-boos after they get scraped by tackle by dad. I'm a hands-on dad. And when you negate that from a man, it weakens him to say the least. Mm. So, yes, I am leaving town on the first thing smoking to kiss (laughs) my children will really bite their cheeks and squeeze them to death. But not to death. I love it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Close. Cam, we... I'm just looking so forward to me playing hide and go seek when I first see my kids. You just have no idea. Is Wiggy allowed to come with you? Because he's going to be heartbroken when you leave. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, I, I I need daddy time. I need daddy time for for a couple of days, <laughs> man. So, hey, my man, Wig, Wig, uh, Man, man, he kept me afloat this year, man, and I just appreciate him more than anything, man, just because being a former player, you can kind of cope with other players when they're going through, you know, different situations, and I appreciate your insight, brother, in more ways than one. No problem, man. Enjoy those kids, man. I tell you, I'm the same way, you know, dad like that. So enjoy those kids, Mike. Um, quarterback yes, question sir. Quarterback question of the week for Cam Newton. We certainly hope it's not the last one, but it's the last one of the season. Um, would you take a backup role on this team or any other team next season? Uh, honestly, uh, it's too early to tell. And that's as honest as I could be. Uh, do I think I have starting talent? Absolutely. Do I think a lot of things that I've done were devalued in not the team's perspective, probably the media's perspective? Absolutely. Uh, Does people care about my feelings? Absolutely not. So, I mean, it is what it is. I understand what profession I'm in. I understand that it's heavily scrutinized and there's only 32 of us. And, um, you know, this is not for the for the weak-hearted, and I understand that. And I just need some time to myself to really reevaluate this whole situation and um, get back to you guys as soon as possible. Because I'm pretty sure you guys will have a T on anything that you know that I do. So, um, have you had any conversations with Bill about that about staying? No, we haven't. That's what I'm saying. Like, how could I? How could I report something that I haven't even talked to, you know, Dollar Bill about? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is that clinking in the background? The teacups. Oh, is that the teacups? Are you having a cup of tea or something? <laughs> I was spill the tea. No, I'm not. No, come on, man. <laughs> That's my chains. Oh. That's my chains. Oh. oh. Okay. Oh. So, right. so I'm, I'm I'm just moving. I'm moving around, and my claims are my my chains are clinging. It's not tea, and we've talked about the word tea, you guys, haven't we? <laughs> yes, we have. Yeah, Greg's still trying tea. to figure out what that is. He's <laughs> like, uh, do I do, you, do I get sugar and cream in my tea? But when you think about, no, <laughs> no, nah, nah, that's 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 like my that's like my cha- I never my change. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I get, but I get like it. when I say tea, I, you know, I'm not drinking tea. It's that's like talking. It's like we share conversations over tea. 
right? Like we share conversations over coffee. Like when you first wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. like you, you grab a cup of coffee and you talk. So right. when a person says, oh, give me the tea, what's the tea? That's like, what's the gossip? Like what's the, mm-hmm. what you got? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when I say, hey, I know y'all, I know y'all got the tea. That means I know y'all got the information, the intel, the gossip, or X, Y, Z. I know Greg does more than anybody else because right, he's right. the first to report. I, I try to report yes. on things. I do my best. Yeah, yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't call it tea, though. He I calls know. it the intel. <laughs> I got all the intel that I needed. <laughs> so when you, when you think about free agency and, you know, being in this position where you're looking at this is the second year you're going, you're going to go after it. Um is there, you know, you never know where you're going to land, but I guess the question is, how do you feel about coming back here if that opportunity presents itself? Remarkable. Okay. And so maybe would that be, if you looked at yourself as where you are in your career now and being a veteran, being a guy who, you know, seems like he's a great leader you know, would that as you make your decision, if if the chance, if the opportunity to come back here was to mentor, a, you know, a, a young guy in that backup role or just be is that is it worth more than money, you know, whatever, in order to be back with an organization that you really have liked and enjoyed? Well, I put it like this. You can't you can't put that. I'm all about money label on me. Obviously, you guys know what I made this year. So I wasn't in Forbes for, (laughs) and at the same time, I look at it like this. I know out of 32 guys, I'm not the 32th, um, you know, position rank in that position. Mm -hmm. So you have to also understand I'm a competitor first. You know, I think the highest of myself first as any person would and should, I know what my skill set is. I know what my talent is. I understand that if given the opportunity, there is nobody better than me. That's how I will always feel. I have to also feel realistic about the opportunity that is presented as well. So who knows if it takes, you know, being a backup to, I will be the, first off, you don't, I don't have to be a backup to mentor somebody. I don't have to, I don't have to, you know, just be on a team just to oversee and, and, and to guide somebody on. I think for me and for what it was worth this year, I think I've seen unbelievable growth out of uh, a, a steady this year. And we all knew how that played out, times where I got pulled for him. There were times where he came in and played his, his, his ass off. And, you know, I was the first person to re- let him realize that, look, this is right, this is wrong. And he was the same way for me. You know, he assisted me in more ways than I could even, you know, mention on this phone call. But, that's just how I am. I don't, I don't, I don't, I've never allowed anybody to kind of negate the type of teammate that I am because the only thing I want to do is win. I don't care the statistics. I don't care, you know, what, what, what I have to sacrifice in order for me to get it. I'm expecting myself to control the things that I can control. And that's being the best teammate that I can possibly be. And that's what it is. I don't have to be in a, a specific role to enhance my, you know, want for somebody to succeed. Why can't you have a person succeed if given the opportunity in the first place? That's how you, you know, minimize division in, in, in that in itself. So to for me, when I look at the whole situation, if you're asking me, do I want to be a backup? Hell no. 
because when I look at other teams and I'm looking at other players play, and it's been guys that's been getting away with, I feel, murder for years because of subpar play. And did I do I have the right to say that with the year that I had this year? No, but I'm gonna be honest and say it, and and because that's what I do. So if you're asking me if I'm better than another person, if you give me the name, I probably won't, you know, won't say it now because I know it's gonna be on some type of blog or whatever, <laughs> or Greg reporting it first. How about the initials? But, yeah, that, the, uh, how about the initials? Are, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but at the same time, when you're asking me, you know, when I'm going throughout this process again and I'm saying, okay, do, would you do this? And I'm going to say, well, do you see that? And then it's just going to go down like that. So I have a lot of ammunition, you know, to, to in the barrel to get better this off season. And that's what I'm going to focus on doing. I have my health. This is probably the first healthy off season that I've probably had and, Shucks, about six, five, six years, and I'm I'm gonna make the most of it. I have to obviously work on my mechanics. I have to obviously throw the football sooner uh, rather than the latter part of last year. And yeah, and that's those things that I'm going to be focusing on uh, as we get geared up, you know, for all season. Well, I got to tell you, I feel like we're all uh, a lot better for having you on the show this year. We've, we've. Uh, I didn't know what Steez was before we had you on, so I, <laughs> he's still not I, entirely we've, sure. We've, we've, we've learned a lot. Um, you've been an absolute pleasure to get to know on the radio show. We'd like to keep in touch with you, you know, in the off season and find out what's uh, what's going on. So. Maybe you hang on, and Curtis can find a way that we can we can reach out because we want to find out what's going to happen with Cam Newton. But we've really we've really enjoyed I'll put it. it. Like this, I put it like this. I think I think one thing for sure that I can't guarantee. I will be listening to you know you guys wherever I'm at, and uh, I will be introducing my children to all of you. So right. from okay. Clean Diana to <laughs> Wiggy to turn up uh-huh. to I mean, you know everything you You're know gonna... I got I got I got to make sure, I got to make sure they all know and then obviously I can't forget about my dog Megamind yeah, so he say. has to be <laughs> don't introduce your kids to Megamind I mean it's yeah you'll traumatize you know, them you'll traumatize uh, them for life they've endured enough I, I can I can promise you this if given the opportunity I think one thing that has to be you know, set in stone and etched in stone. If given the opportunity for another year, we have to do a in-house radio interview. Yes, yeah. I would yes. say just so, just so we can start putting faces, real faces, to names. Yes, and yes. X Y Z. So I can really introduce the whole Steve's part, and well, it'll make everything even better. Maybe we'll get that opportunity, Cam Newton, yeah. and uh, we wish you the best of luck. Uh, uh, enjoy seeing your kids, right. and uh, hang on for one sec. And thanks for uh, thanks for joining us this morning. All right. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys so much. All right, later. That is uh, that is Cam Newton, and.